You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 61. And today, ladies, I'm answering the question from one of our listeners who wanted to know what is candida overgrowth and what can I do about it? So that's the topic for today, but I wanted to let you know that there's a freebie associated with this episode, and it's all about anti-candida foods that you can start implementing into your nutrition plan to help you just overall be healthy, help keep your gut healthy. And if you have candida overgrowth, these are things that you're going to want to add to help fight it. And you can get that freebie over at www.wellwomannetwork.com forward slash episode dash 61. I forgot to say it in the episode, so I'm putting it here. All right. So let's dive in and let's learn what is candida overgrowth. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint. Have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Well, hello, ladies, and welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited that you're here and to talk with you today, and I hope that your summer is going fantastic, right? Because we're starting summer, and here for those of us that live out in Southern Cal, summer, you know, goes straight from winter, we go into summer. There's not really much of a break, and then we're in summer for a good you know, six months, it seems sometimes. So I'm going to be bringing you some great topics for the coming summer months, things that have to do with sun health, hair health, skin health, all those good things that you need to know or may want to know for the summer months. But today I got a question in one of my groups that I host over on Facebook. And the question was, could you talk about candida? So, you know, what is it and, um, and how can I help myself get rid of it? And they wanted to know a little bit more about that. So I thought that would be a great topic to dive in here and to go over with you today. So first I want to give a shout out to one of our listeners and it comes from Rayma Ray and she's referring to podcast 60. And if you remember podcast 60 from last week, it was all about, you know, how a hectic lifestyle can damage your health. And she said a very great podcast exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. This is one of my favorites. I know I'll need to go back and re-listen. It was very encouraging, motivating, and to the point. Listen while I was on the treadmill. I'm guilty of letting myself go, but it's important I get back on track. Awesomeness here. Thank you so much, Rayma, for that. 
great review. I so appreciate it because I know then that I'm bringing you guys the stuff that you want to hear. And it really helps me to keep on going and to, you know, fuel this podcast with great topics and with great guests coming in the future. So thank you so much for that. And if any of you else are out there, please, 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 I cannot ask you a big enough favor than to head on over to iTunes, either on your app or by via your computer and leave us a rating and review of, you know, a particular podcast episode that you liked, or just give us an overall rating of what you think of the podcast, because you know, you may not think that it helps a lot by doing that, but I can't stress enough how much it really does help us move up in the ranks of iTunes. There are so many podcasts out there today that if iTunes isn't seeing people giving you ratings and reviews and, um, telling you what they think about it, then they don't give you much notice. And it's my hope to really get this podcast out to women everywhere and get the buzz going about self-care and about taking care of yourself and women's wellness and all the great stuff that we talk about here. But I only can do that so much on my end. And so I need to reach out to all of you and ask for your help in that respect. So please take a moment. It doesn't take long to just go over there, click the button, hit, you know, give us a rating and give us a review and leave it there and we'll be grateful for it. So I want to talk to you about what we're going to talk about today. So I want to start off with what is candida and overgrowth? What is it? Okay. What are some symptoms that you may have candida overgrowth? Then I want to go into testing for candida. Then I want to go into getting rid of candida overgrowth. And then today's um, freebie is I'm going to give you a freebie on anti-candida foods that you can start implementing into your diet in order to get and help your body get rid of candida. Good? Okay. So let's get started. First of all, what is candida overgrowth? Because when you say candida, most people are automatically just thinking of, you know, vaginal infections in the vajayjay. And we're going to talk about that. But candida overgrowth is often responsible for chronic fatigue, for digestive issues, mental health changes, and many other ailments. Candida is a fungus that already exists in your bodies in the form of yeast. This is what often causes fungal infections in the form of rashes or with yeast infections, as you know, in the vajayjay. And some of you may know because you get those yeast rashes underneath the breast in between um, leg folds and other places like that. However, some people have an overgrowth of the candida in their body, which can lead to other physical and mental changes. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So where does candida overgrowth come from? It's important, ladies, that you understand that candida yeast already exists in your body. There's nothing wrong with having it. The problem occurs when it starts to overgrow and can cause other side effects. Candida usually lives in your mouth and in the intestines, so it can often cause anything from oral thrush to gut problems, emotional or behavioral changes, fatigue, and so much more. The cause of an abundance of candida in your body can come from different sources, but it is more common in people that kill off the good bacteria in their gut. This commonly occurs when you have one or too many rounds of antibiotics. And ladies, here's the thing. I'm going to stop for a side note here, going down a little rabbit hole and get on my soapbox here about the antibiotics is this. I really want you to start being cautious when you think about using antibiotics. We are seeing such an increase and a rise in antibiotic resistance in yeast infection medications and urinary tract medications and a lot of other medications because 
Everybody thinks that if they have a cough, a cold for one or two days, they run to the doctors, they run to the urgent cares and they want antibiotics because who wants to feel miserable, right? Hey, I get it. I know you don't want to feel miserable, but sometimes, you know, it's a virus. And I can tell you that almost 50% of the time, if not more, those things that you are having common things like coughs, colds, you know, not feeling well are just viruses and viruses do not respond to antibiotics. Okay. So it's important that if you go to and seek out treatment and your health provider tells you that it's a virus, don't get upset at them and just huff and puff and say, no, I want an antibiotic because here's the thing, taking too many antibiotics all the time only increases your risk of antibiotic resistance and for yeast overgrowth because you're killing off all the good bacteria in your gut. Okay. Your gut has good and bad bacteria that provides a peaceful balance. But if you lose too much of the good bacteria, ladies, the bad bacteria takes over and cause an overgrowth of candida. Other things that can lead to candida overgrowth include eating too much sugar and refined carbs, drinking excessive amounts of alcohol, and having a lot of stress in your life. And I know for a lot of my patients, these three culprits happen to be high on the list. They eat a lot of refined sugars and carbs because they're busy and they're on the road, or they just don't have time to cook and they're reaching for all those packaged foods. I know a lot of women who, because of increased stress in their life. They are drinking alcohol more than they should be or the a recommended amount. So, you know, it's just because we have all these things going on in our life, but those things right there can lead to candida overgrowth as well as, like I just said, taking too many antibiotics too often for inappropriate things. So let's talk about some signs and symptoms. The combination of symptoms of candida overgrowth are what might convince your medical provider to test for it. This is because many of these symptoms often point to other medical issues. So here are some of the more common symptoms that you might have if you have a candida or yeast overgrowth. You can have sometimes chronic or severe fatigue that doesn't get better no matter what you try. You may have an increased craving in sweets and processed carbs more than usual. You might have mood and behavioral changes that you don't know what's causing them and that's coming out of the blue, an increase in anxiety, stress, and depression, frequent or recurring infections, including vaginal infections, UTIs, and skin infections, digestive and gut issues, problems with focus and concentration. So there are a few different ways to treat candida overgrowth, and I'm going to talk about those, and we're going to talk about what you can do. And in I'm going to move on into some of the signs and symptoms I just discussed, but I want to go into further detail with you on those things to, so that you get a broader you know, understanding of what some of these things are and how they can be affecting you and what you may need to do for them. Okay. So next I'm going to dive into symptoms that you may have a candida overgrowth. All right. Like I said earlier, candida exists in every, in every one of us, but some, some people can experience an overgrowth. And like I said, it can cause a wide range of symptoms, sometimes from simple fatigue all the way to intestinal distress. So let's talk about what are some of the common signs and symptoms so you can start work on treating them properly. So the first one is extreme fatigue. 
this is probably the most common symptom you will experience when you have candida overgrowth. But like I said, ladies, it's important for you to go to your medical provider to seek out any type of treatment when you are having issues that are, that are not normal for you. Okay. Because candida can present like you see with a lot of different things. It can be extreme fatigue. Like we mentioned, it can be um, vaginal infections like we're going to talk about. It can be gut or digestive issues, but you can have those issues in of themselves. So candida can be an overlap of other things going on. So you really need to go and get it checked out to see what you have. And I'll just put a caveat here as well. A lot of mainstream um, medical providers really don't understand candida overgrowth. So you may end up having to go to an ND, a doctor of naturopathic medicine, somebody who, who practices in the alternative world and different things like that, or just kind of getting familiar with it of yourself. And if you have a good relationship with your medical provider, like I always tell you that you should, then maybe you can bring this topic up and say, Hey, I did some research on it and I want to find out if I have this and can we sit down and can we talk about it? Okay. And you can go from there. All right. So again, getting back to the extreme or the signs of the extreme fatigue, unfortunately, like I said, candida can be a sign of many other conditions. So you'll want to find out what it is. You might want to look at the severity of your fatigue and rule out other causes to determine if it can be from something else, or if it can just be from candida alone. With this type of chronic fatigue, it doesn't lessen or go away. No matter what you do, you might exercise more or less, try getting better sleep or more sleep, do things to keep your alert, to keep you alert during the day and nothing works. This is when you know you may have chronic fatigue related to your mental or physical health. So if you're trying things and your fatigue is not going away, no matter what you do, then you need to look at it further and figure out what else is going on. When it happens with some of these other symptoms, it might be from candida overgrowth. Frequent vaginal infections. Since candida is yeast in your body already, it makes sense that you might get reoccurring yeast infections. If you keep getting these infections, ladies, it might not be just bad luck, but it could be because you have a lot of candida in your body. Yeast infections are common with most women having at least one in their lifetime, but getting multiple ones in a short period of time is not common. Okay. In addition to yeast infections, you may also be getting more urinary tract infections on a regular basis. And this may have to be doing too. If you have a yeast infection and you are con and you're just getting irritated in the urethra, it could be causing the hood to go back and you could have an increased risk for having UTIs. So that's another issue as well. And a lot of times women who have got, who have diabetes and their sugars are not in control will also have a lot more increase in yeast infections as well as bladder infections or UTIs. Some people experience more problems with their gut and digestive systems when they have a candida overgrowth. With too much candida in your body, there is a major disruption in the balance, ladies, between the good and bad bacteria. Everyone has both naturally, both occur naturally, but when you have too much bad bacteria and not enough good bacteria, this leads to quite a few issues. The candida might even be associated with more serious issues that also affect gut, including ulcerative colitis. Other symptoms of candida overgrowth can be reoccurring skin or nail infections, joint pain along with the fatigue, flare-ups of your fibromyalgia or Crohn's disease, problems with concentrating, mood swings, or worsened anxiety. So as, and as you can see, ladies, candida overgrowth can affect you in many ways. 
So the best thing that you can do, number one, if you think it's just a simple thing, you know, or you're just identifying things, you know, number one, always check with your medical provider, make sure that it's nothing else. And if you think that it's, you know, going to be candida, then we're going to talk about some things that you can do to help treat candida. Okay. So next I want to talk to you about what can you do to test for candida overgrowth? All right. So we already said that candida, that candida overgrowth causes symptoms that may exist with many other medical conditions. So it may commonly be mistreated and it is a lot misunderstood. That is for certain. The problem is that when treating the symptoms individually, you don't actually get to the root of the problem. This is where testing can come in. If you have a lot of symptoms of candida overgrowth, then I want you to talk to your medical provider and ask to be tested for it. Okay. It's not that expensive and you can do it. So one of the simplest tests and the most often used test, even in holistic practices is testing your stool. The stool tests are the most common and likely the first ones that your health provider will rule out to see if you have candida. The basic stool test is one where they take a stool sample and view it under a microscope. They might also do a culture in the lab of the stool to analyze it for any excess yeast. There's also another type of test called a PCR test of the stool, which looks at microorganisms in the stool that might be a sign of candida overgrowth. Okay, so that is really the number one and the gold standard usually is doing a stool test to see if you have an overabundance of yeast or candida in your stool. So you can do other things such as itch tests are out there. You might be reading about because a very common complaint in people with candida or yeast overgrowth is itching or puritis. These people, you know, usually itch more frequently and it's often more severe, more than just if you have an, of an infection. So if someone is always itching and hasn't found out an outside cause for it, it might be from overproduction of yeast inside the body. So if you keep a log of all the times that you're itching and you bring that to your medical provider, Okay. And maybe if you have some of these other symptoms, it may be come uh, coming from candida and it's a way to help rule it out. But most of the time, ladies, it's going to be an elimination of a lot of different things. Like I talked about, because since candida overgrowth symptoms, like I said, are similar to many other conditions, it is hard to know right away if this is what you are suffering from. For this reason, again, your medical provider will most likely want to run tests to rule out other causes. If you have itching per se, they're going to look at your skin. If you have gut problems, they're going to run tests or they're going to use imaging tests to look at things like your gut, see if you have irritable bowel, ulcers, gastritis, or any of those other things. If you have problems with fatigue, they're going to run blood work to look for other causes to check your thyroid, your CBC, other things. And all these other tests you want to have done because they're going to confirm whether you have other things going on or if it's truly just from candida. So it's important to get as much information as possible so that you can be treated in the right way and be treated in the most effective way. All right. So knowledge yourself, keep track of your symptoms and different things that are going on. How many times you're getting yeast infections, how many times you're having true, you know, UTI symptoms. Are you itching all the time? Are you getting chronic um, skin breakouts like eczema, other things like that? Because those can be signs that, you know, of allergies, but they can also be signs that your gut's not healthy, which can be just a simple candidal overgrowth because we eat so many refined carbs today. It may just be coming from that. So now I want to talk to you about how do you get rid of candida overgrowth if you happen to have it just from the good things that you can do on your end without necessarily looking for medical outside attention to start. 
All right. So I cannot emphasize it enough to say that candida overgrowth is a common occurrence that often gets misdiagnosed and therefore it is mistreated. If you have been getting frequent yeast infections, are fatigued, or have persistent abdominal discomfort, it may be from too much candida in your body. So you might want to start off by just seeing if you can help yourself. And then if things aren't getting better, moving into going and talking to your medical provider after a short period of time. So following number one is following a candida fighting diet. For a candida diet, you'll be cutting back on regular sugar and refined carbohydrates, including sweets, breads, potatoes, baked goods, rice, and most grains. Instead, you will replace them with whole, fresh foods like some fruits low on the glycemic index, vegetables that are low on the the glycemic index, and lean protein. Try to add in fermented foods, coconut oil, coriferous vegetables, citrus fruits, and spices like cinnamon and garlic. All right, that's part of changing your diet to help fight off these things. Then you want to add an exercise to your routine. This is also a good time to start getting more exercise into your regular day. Candida overgrowth doesn't just affect your gut, but your physical health, your energy levels, and your mood. So to combat this, ladies, it helps to start getting routine physical activity. You don't want to make it serious just yet, but start off by trying to get 20 to 30 minutes of walking or other simple aerobic exercises a few times a week. This is going to improve your mood and is a wonderful way for increasing your energy levels. Number three, you're going to want to increase the good bacteria. In addition to changing your diet to help fight off the excess yeast, you also want to promote good bacteria in your gut. And the first way to do this is to change your diet, of course, including more fermented foods. After that, it is a good idea to take a probiotic like I've talked to you about before, which is filled with good bacteria. You don't have to take this long term, but at the very least, take it for a few months to help treat the candida overgrowth. And you'll want to get a good source. I personally love um, the probiotics from Garden for Life. It's a doctor formulated one. It's shelf stable, so you don't have to keep it in your fridge. But if you go to your local health food store, and I'm not talking to your big box, you know how I feel about getting supplements from big box stores. But if you go to your local health food store, if you have a Whole Foods, you have a Sprouts, if you live around this area, GNC, any of those, if they're really, if they're knowledgeable, hopefully that they are working there, they'll be able to provide you, you know, in the direction of some good probiotic supplements that you can take. All right. You can also do kefir. You can also do just plain yogurt that has, that has good bacteria in it as well. Okay. There's different things that you can do. Then the last thing and the most important thing, and we've talked about this in many of the other episodes, and that is dealing with emotional issues and with stress. There are, there are also some behavioral and mood changes, ladies, that can help you deal with candida overgrowth that you need to be, uh, that you need to be looking at. You might notice that you have heightened anxiety or stress, or that you start stress eating, which means you might eat those foods that are not allowed on a candida lowering diet. So you need to get to the root cause of any emotional issues that you have. So if you're an emotional eater, ladies, then you need to look at those underlying issues of why you are an emotional eater. This might already start to cure itself with your candida diet, but some of these issues may have been present for a long time. So if you need to talk to somebody, it's a good thing to talk to somebody. You can always ask your medical provider to refer you for, uh, for some psych, you know, for a psychologist, if you need someone to talk to, you know, about 
moods or just emotional issues that are coming up or the stresses in your life. And remember also, like I talked about earlier, getting regular exercise also helps with your mood. So if you want to look at getting rid of candida and helping yourself, even if you don't necessarily may have an overgrowth of candida, but you want to help yourself. These are just simple, basic things that we should all include every day. Okay. That is lowering foods that are, you know, processed foods. That's getting more exercise. That's increasing the good bacteria. Just so we have good gut health overall, even if we don't have a candida overgrowth. And it's so important ladies to deal with any emotional issues that you may be having, you know, and, or stress in our life. You know, like I told you last time, you know, we can't get rid of stress 100%, but it's how we deal with it. So there you have it. You know, what is a candy? What is candida? You know, how does it happen? What things can it affect? And, you know, what are some of the tests that you can do? And what are some of the things in your life as far as daily activities that you can do to help ward off getting an overgrowth of candida? And then I want you to pick up the freebie because it's called anti-candida foods. And this is where I'm talking to you about several different foods that are really important that you'll want to include in your diet if you should happen to have a candida overgrowth, or if you think that you're going that way. Or if your doctor has, you know, or your medical provider has found that you do, there's other medications that you can take. So if you're found medically to have an overgrowth of candida for whatever reason, there are antifungal medications that you can take with the help of your doctor. But, you know, if you're just wanting overall health and you're wanting to help ward off candida in of itself, or if you think you may be leaning that way because you're a person who eats a lot of sweets and stuff, gets a lot of UTIs, gets a lot of yeast infections. First, like I said, always get treated. Make sure that by your doctor that they're running the tests, that you don't have diabetes, you don't have any other thing going on with your bladder and stuff. But these are some simple, good things that you can do. So pick up the freebie. All right. Head on over to iTunes. Leave us a rating and review. Let us know what you think about the podcast as an overall. Let us give us a five star. Hey, we love those five stars, you know patting ourselves on the back for here. And ladies, as always, I hope that you have a blessed week and may um, God richly bless you and bye for now. The information, including but not limited to text, graphics, images, and other material contained in the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle podcast is for educational purposes only. The purpose of the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle is to promote broad consumer understanding and knowledge of various women's health topics. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking any new health care regime. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have read or heard on one of our podcasts.